like every single time I've tried to plan for anything, it's never worked. It's just a matter of going with opportunities as they arise and and doing things that maybe make you a little uncomfortable, but you just know are right. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, all right, friends, we are back here with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast, and today we are going to be talking about self-care. And what, pray tell, sir, is a circumstance, I mean, is self-care. Got the old uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights quote there. Almost said that by mistake. Uh, but what is self-care? And at the simplest and most basic and most easiest to interpret definition, it is taking care of yourself. Self-care. It is self-defined. What do you do to take care of you? What do I do to take care of me? And why, pray tell, sir, is this important? Well, we live in a pretty frenetic and chaotic and uh, stressful environment. There is a ton of stuff competing for our attention all the time. There are a lot of ways we can be distracted, and there are a lot of things that uh, want to continuously grab our attention. So it is really important to take care of our body ourself, our mind, our soul every single day. This isn't something you just do if you get sick or if you get dumped or if a traumatic event happens. This is something you do every single day. And it's important because, like I said, people have, there's this huge focus on stress and being busy and wearing busyness and exhaustion and stress as a badge of honor almost you know oh i didn't take a vacation this year oh my gosh you hear people saying all the time oh i'm so busy i'm too busy um you're not you're making a choice to be busy but People are conditioned to do stuff for others, to do stuff for work, to maybe need to make enough money, maybe have to, you know, sacrifice stuff for your family, but you also need to take care of yourself. It is like being on an airplane. If you've ever been on an airplane, and I know many of us haven't in the past couple of years, and some of us may never be on one again, but the when the oxygen mask comes down, you put yours on first because you can't help anyone else if you ain't taking care of yourself. So it is critically important to take the time to take care of ourselves, regardless of who or what screams loudly at us doing it. It is super duper important to take care of ourselves. And I'm going to argue that it's super duper important, especially over the past two years with all the additional stresses that have been created by various institutions into our lives. So... It's important to take care of ourselves so that we're healthy, that we are, um, we're focusing on wellness. We can help and care for others. We can do everything that we need to do or want to do 
in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, we can set and achieve goals. We ain't going to be able to do that if we're running around uh, putting out fires all day or, you know, taking care of others all day. So it's important and it's a big part of how we can better cope with the stresses of life. So that's a little bit about what it is. And uh, it is, like I said, super duper important. But how do you actually do it, right? Because I can't do self-care for you. You can't do self-care for me. It's a way, it's it's initiated by yourself, and it's what you choose to incorporate to promote good health and the well-being in your own body, in your own life, in your own experience. And it's going to look different for everybody. So what I wanted to do, because like I said, the, the most recent episode, this may even be part two-part episode, is there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of mental health struggles right now. There is a massive issue, which is being ignored by many, of suicides, mental health, depression, grief, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in favor of the one thing, which has taken over most of the media. Uh, and it just switched to a different one thing. So there's not a lot of focus on what we can do and on self-care, but it's super duper important because if we're not taking care of ourselves, can't take care of anybody else, can't help anybody else. Now, there are a wide variety of ways to do it, and there are a wide, way, wide variety of ways that we can approach it, whether we're looking at our physical health, our emotional health, um, our interpersonal health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to share some of the things that are important that we can do so that we are taking care of ourselves to be part of a community, however big or small it may be, and have some aspect of impact on the world, whether it's this podcast, whether you're a teacher with kids, whether you're a single mom doing your thing, whether you're a trail runner inspiring others, uh, whether you're starting a business and connecting with your local community in a small mountain town, um, whatever that is, it is doing it for yourself. So this is just going to be a few things that I have done, some things that I have found online that are really beneficial because, you know, we're ultimately responsible for ourselves. There is a great image that I've seen. It's the circle of things, and uh, I'm responsible for myself, my thoughts, my opinions, my words, my behaviors, uh, what I choose to put in my body or not, and I'm not responsible for anybody else. And I know that that seems to be a really challenging point for many people to accept at this point is I'm responsible for me. There is no responsibility for anyone else. We can work together, but you working through, you know, someone else working through their own traumas or working through their own health issues is their responsibility. So without further ado, here are some ways that we can take care of ourselves so that we can better show up in our lives. And uh, the first one that I'm going to go and share is exercise. Physical health, physical fitness is important. There's this weird focus on trying to make normal things which are not normal, like obesity. And uh, it's not. It's not ever going to be. People are trying to, but it's weird. Physical fitness is important. 
Can you walk a mile? You know, could you perform CPR on someone if you need to? Do you have basic muscular strength? Do you have basic fitness in any kind? Exercise is important and it can take different shapes and formats for everybody because there are so many incredible things that we can do to move our body. There's some great stuff from Esther Hicks out there about just get outside and move your body. And that is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. So I like to run. Somebody else might like to walk. Somebody else might want to do Zumba. Somebody else might want to do yoga. Somebody else might swim. Tons and tons and tons of different things. I live out here in the mountains, so I can go up in the mountains hiking, biking, snowshoeing, skiing, whatever it might be. Some people like to exercise on their own like I do. Other people like to have the support of going to a group class. Other people like to be active by gardening and cleaning and things like that. They're all okay, but it's all really important to have this basic level of fitness. We get we get benefits from exercise. We get endorphins released from exercise. We get all kinds of all kinds of benefits physically and mentally. We get mood boosts, uh, reduced stress and anxiety, and we can lose the extra weight. You know, one of the strangely unstated things about all this stuff of the past couple of years is that obesity is a major risk factor for a lot of things. And obesity puts a huge strain on the current system that manages um, disease issues. But it's not talked about. And it's super weird that people don't talk about that. But daily exercise is going to help us all. And importantly, you can fit stuff in every day, whether you know you take the stairs instead of an elevator or an escalator, whether you go walk the dog or walk your kids or walk your lover or whatever it is, you can fit simple things into your life wherever you are living, whatever you are doing. These things are really easy to do. The next one is sleep, because sleep is important. Uh, tons and tons of issues around not getting enough sleep, the health issues that come up, um, the stress issues that come up, the feeling of burnout, the feelings of exhaustion, all of those things. So it's important to have sleep be part of your self-care routine. Um, and even to that end, like setting up a routine. Okay, cool. Maybe you're going to go to bed at 10 p.m. Uh, I'm going to turn off my phone at 8 p.m. or put on airplane mode, be nowhere near it. I'm going to dim my lights. I'm going to read for a bit so I'm not in front of the disgusting blue light that comes out of all of our electronic devices, which messes with a lot of our circadian rhythms. Um, you know, some things we could think about are not eating right before we go to bed, uh, not drinking alcohol or caffeine right before we go to bed, not having sugar right before we go to bed and reducing stress. So, you know, hey, maybe you have a stressful job. What can you do to reduce stress? Hey, spoiler alert, you could try exercise or going outside after you leave your job to decompress, and then you may be able to sleep better. Uh, another thing I'll throw in there for, you know, part of the, the self-care routine is um, your bedroom is used for sleeping and sex. And uh, beyond that, you know, maybe think of taking a TV out of there, taking all the electronics out of there. So it is just a sanctuary for sleep because that alone can have great impacts on our lives. There's some great podcasts out there. I highly encourage people to check out some of the stuff Luke Story has done about sleep. Uh, many of the health and wellness podcasts out there talk about how important it is. Uh, the next one I've got here is um, time alone. Time alone is a great form of self-care. 
just scheduling stuff into uh, your daily daily planner or making time for yourself, whether that is you're going to go have a bubble bath, you're going to read your book for 20 minutes, you're going to go meditate for an hour, you're going to go for a walk or a run or a bike ride or go to the gym on your own. Just whatever it is, having time alone where you can just focus on yourself and not have to be interacting with people if you don't choose to. Um, that's invaluable. I know for me, it is a, a huge part of my routine is having time alone. And generally that takes the form of exercise. I do all my trail stuff or 90% of my trail stuff on my own out in nature. And that's been fantastic. So, you know, if you are around people all the time, it can be exhausting and draining, especially much as you love them if you've got kids or a lover. So being sure to take time for yourself to do something that you enjoy, critically important. Next thing I had listened to out here was a, a way to decompress. So whatever that is and whatever you know form that takes, uh, maybe you like to lift weights, maybe you like to hit golf balls, maybe you like to talk and walk with a trusted friend, uh, maybe you call your mom on your drive home every day, um, whatever it may be, find a way that you can decompress from the day, release energy, release stress from your life. That's, that's really, really important. Uh, this is the wisdom of the wilderness podcast. So the next thing I jotted down was um, find a way to get outside because it turns out there's a lot more health benefits than most people are aware of for spending time outside. I was just reading a study this morning where um, it actually turns out that uh, being outdoors decreases a lot of risks that are out there and getting sunshine and vitamin D. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff around uh, the C word with sunshine, and it turns out a lot of it might be a marketing ploy by certain organizations. But getting outside, going for a walk, even if it's pouring rain like it is here, raining on snow, even if it is cold, even if it is whatever, but taking time to get outside. I've talked about this a number of times on the podcast, even taking you know, a 20-minute walk or a 30-minute walk or a bike ride or, you know, Whatever form it is, sitting in the backyard with your coffee, just being outside is so critically important. We're out of the fl harsh fluorescent lights that most people live and work under. We're out of enclosed air and recirculated air. We're able to connect with all of our senses and feel and touch and smell and see in such a different way than we get by staring at a screen or staring at blue light. So critically important to get outside. A couple of things, uh, great ways to perform self-care, you know, what, whatever you're doing, uh, pretty much everyone out there, I'm going to argue, um, can benefit from having a massage, uh, from having some body work done. Um, perhaps it's, you know, seeing a chiro, uh, seeing acupuncturist, uh, seeing someone who's going to work with you and work on your body. A lot of stress is stored in the body. A lot of people out there have tight hips. A lot of people have tight shoulders, have neck things going on. Having someone work on you and work with you can really help process a lot of the stresses of life and help release a lot of tension. And that is worth its weight in gold. You know, I know uh, anywhere up here in Truck to Yak Duck that I've been, I mean, trying to find a massage therapist, they are booked solid. Uh, chiropractors are pretty busy. Acupuncturists are pretty busy. The people that work with the body and teach things, physical therapists even, um, Lots and lots of great results coming from that because we are releasing stresses and tensions. So um, that's a great thing. 
the next one on my list is sex because sex is a great way to release stress, release anxiety, to bond with someone, to release oxytocin. So yeah, more sex is pretty much always great. Uh, along those lines, um, self-care, taking care of yourself, uh, hugging someone or having human contact, human touch, uh, the release of oxytocin. It's a bonding hormone generally connected with, you know, like moms and new babies, but hugging someone for more than 17 seconds, having, having touch, holding hands, whatever it is like that is important because we can release these calming hormones and that alone can be one thing. And you combine it with sex where you're hugging and doing all kinds of stuff at the same time. Um, super great to really stress and to, to take care of ourselves. Uh, kind of a two-pronged one I've got next is uh, both gut health and uh, eating healthily. You know, there is there are a lot of bacteria that live in our stomach and um, throughout the intestines. And it's really finally coming out how important the gut health is in a lot of mood uh, disorders and a lot of regulatory things and a lot of the processes in the body and eating a terrible diet is no bueno. Um, it's strange and bizarre to me that we have all these natural foods people could be eating and the focus is on the cheap processed not great for you foods and how wonderful they are whether we look at that from an advertising standpoint you know what were the main ads at the super bowl were there ads for organic fresh veggies or were there ads for insert name here of fast food uh why is that a thing that's some deeper questions but gut health is important so you know what are you eating how are you eating it and what is your bacterial aspect in there uh, if you have you know further questions or want to find out more you can find a naturopath you can find a nutritionist um, there's tons and tons of resources on health and wellness websites and podcasts for different ways to address your health um, cleanses you can do uh, rebalancing the gut bacteria that help digest things and as well tied to that is eating the right foods so, you know, a lot of foods can have an inflammatory response uh, in the body once they're eaten. A lot can have long-term effects on the brain or other parts of the body. There's tons and tons of research out there on the benefits of natural foods and organic and, you know, getting essential fatty acids, having an adequate source of protein, limiting sugar intake, limiting trans fat intake, limiting highly processed food intake. Um, leafy, leafy green veggies are wonderful for you. Fruits, nuts, berries, essential fatty acids. There is all kinds of research around that. So, you know, if it's a concern of yours or even if it's an aspect, it is an aspect of self-care is what are you eating? And, you know, garbage in, garbage out. If you're eating garbage from you know, someone who's got a big flashing side on the side of the highway, as opposed to eating something healthy and beneficial like cruciferous vegetables or, you know, foods packed with antioxidants, say like blueberries or goji berries, blackberries, um, you can have and notice a significant benefit. Now, that's not to say it's easy to switch a diet and to start eating healthy, but it is simple. You switch a diet. So... Highly, highly recommend that because that alone can have major impacts on your, on your health and on your well-being and is a huge form of self-care. What are you putting into your body? What are you putting into your mind? Um, that ties into my next one. Um, what is going into your mind? Are you addicted to the tell-a-vision? Uh, are you addicted to certain channels who are 
happy to tell you what to think and how to think and why you're right. Uh, are you, you know, consuming various forms of media, whether it's newspapers or books or videos or television programming or whatever else to put into your subconscious things that are acceptable or unacceptable people who are acceptable or unacceptable or can you disconnect from it uh, i can highly recommend you check out the episode i did on um, leaving social media and doing a digital detox because it can be fantastic to just not be connected to what other people think or other people want you to think and go out and experience life for yourself Another great thing uh, for self-care is to uh, perhaps consider and actually take steps towards uh, releasing addiction. You know, whether that's smoking, whether that's drinking, um, what are some of the other big ones? Pornography. Um, is there a less sugar, um, fast food, you know, Coca-Cola or soft drinks? Uh, are, there, are there addictions there? And uh, is that something that you want to do? Can you release that? You know, that that can be a great aspect of self-care is getting rid of some of the things that people know are detrimental, um, but for whatever reason, kind of a physical, physiological, or uh, mental dependency upon them. So something to consider. Uh, a big, 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 big one uh, for self-care is learning to say no. This is huge. It is a big lesson for many people that it's okay to say no. If you don't want to go to something, you can say no. If whether that's a date, whether that's you know happy hour with your colleagues, uh, whether that's going to a family gathering, whatever it might be, like if you don't feel like it, it's okay to say no and to take care of yourself. There, we're kind of conditioned to have an op feel obligated to do something if someone asks for it, but you do not have to. Again, your first priority, like being on a plane, is taking care of yourself. If you're already stressed out and people are, you know, pinging at you for you need help with this, you need help with this, or need help with this, or I need this and I need that, um, you can say no. And then you have time to do what's important to you in whatever form that that might take. Oh gosh, next one ahead is um, seeing friends. That can be a great form of self-care. Uh, being around people that you enjoy spending time with and just being around those people. You don't necessarily have to do something or go on a huge adventure or take a road trip or a, a girl's vacation to Vegas with that. Uh, you can just see your friends, call your friends, talk to somebody. Uh, you know, hearing another voice, having a different perspective, having an opportunity to vent each other's concerns and issues that is very beneficial and it's a great and fantastic form of self-care. Uh, next one I had on the list here is um, getting organized. You know, it can, there's a lot of chaos in life. There's a lot of frenetic energy. There's a lot of things demanding our attention. And when you think of the, the place in which you live or the place in which you work and, you know, your role in it, um, having things organized is a huge step to, to both clear your physical space and clear your mental space. You now, there's some great books uh, and information from Marie Kondo around decluttering and both what opens up in our physical space because it feels clearer, but also what opens up mentally and what we can release mentally from holding on to or needing to have that energy to keep track of somewhere. Oh, yeah, where did I put the bands that I exercise with? Oh, yeah, where's my mouth guard? 
oh yeah, did I put the spices in this cupboard or that cupboard? That takes a significant amount of, of mental energy and subconscious awareness. So when we can really clear our lives, cleanse our lives, or as a physical cleanse, you know, changing your diet to just fruits and veggies for a couple days to, you know, get rid of parasites and, and addictions or to and toxins, or whether it's releasing old stuff, like maybe it's a shirt an ex-lover gave us a decade ago. You know, maybe it's stuff that no longer fits or socks that have holes in them or, you know, random trinkets we got as a gift that don't have a place anymore in our lives. It's okay to get rid of those because by doing that and decluttering, you really are clearing mental baggage and physical baggage, getting it out of there, and then having a new space for stuff to come in. Like the creation of space in whatever way the format it takes is huge. Uh, the next one I had for self-care is uh, cooking at home. That's a great way to care for yourself because you can pick and uh, choose and you are able to connect with those nutrients that you need. Um, cook it the way that you like it. Uh, you can make a healthy meal for yourself, make a healthy meal for your whole family. And maybe if that's too overwhelming for you, um, you know, there's a lot of groups that out there that are happy to provide you with a meal kit where you basically just open the stuff up and put it together and have your pasta primavera or uh, bacon and eggs or other stuff that you might order from a meal delivery service. You can probably tell that I've never used one. So uh, that's my thing. But, you know, instead of grabbing fast food or, you know, putting a hungry man dinner in the microwave, um, putting a little time into cooking for yourself or finding someone who'll give you all the ingredients to make a great jambalaya already coming pre pre-cooked for pre-cooked and pre-packaged or pre-cut for you so you just mix it together and do it yourself um next one i had down here is um read uh and if you don't have the time to read you don't like to read uh you can listen to tons of podcasts or audiobooks or even watch videos of people speaking like there's tons of ted talks out there about self-care there's tons of self-help books for everything from how to change your diet, um, different diets to try, um, how to eat better, how to, how to take care of yourself, how to, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, how to release addictions, how to release toxic people, uh, how to, how to know or think about different aspects of your life, like self, such a huge area of self-help is out there and so many people sharing their stories in a way that you can learn from them and take lessons whether it you know whether it's different people that i have personally met whose books i've read or people who are up there that are well-known multi-millionaire uh, authors sharing their stories and sharing their ways of doing things um it is fantastic and i mean i i encourage reading and reading actual books because you put your phone down you put your computer down and we spend so much time around them anyways oh gosh and the last thing i had in my general list was um scheduling time for self-care so hey this is my hour in the morning this is my hour at midday or this is my 20 minutes in the evening um this is mom's bath time you know this is dad's time to go putter around in the basement and and fix stuff or work on stuff uh, whatever it is um scheduling that putting that into your schedule and making it a priority 
So like I can share that, you know, when I did have a very high stress job in high tech, I definitely had my time budgeted out. I had my morning gym time. Uh, I had my door closed in the office time. And then uh, when I was done work, I had my bike home from work time where, hey, that's me, you know, phone's not out. I'm not looking at anything. I'm just focused on, phew. And you know what? It turns out a 30-ish minute uh, six-mile bike commute twice a day is a great way to prepare prepare for the day and also to decompress from whatever happened because by the time you've ridden home that far, I have generally processed anything that might have gone wrong or am out. It's not even in my mind anymore because I'm focused on, um, in some cases, trying not to die. So just a few examples. I mean, there's tons of resources that are out there, but self-care is really important. And I wanted to real quick before this wraps up, share some of the things that I do for myself every day. Uh, the first one is to have a gratitude practice. So when I wake up, I just go through mentally in my head things that I'm grateful for and why I'm grateful for them. That really helps me to start off the day on a positive note. Uh, I spend, I have trail time every day. Uh, I get outside and I'm on some type of trail at some point every single day, whether that's running a full loop or hiking a full loop, uh, walking over and being being near body water, uh, whatever that is. And that often connects directly with another thing I do is um, get quiet time outside. A lot of the activities I do on my own, or I do outdoors are on my own. Um, I love and enjoy doing them with other people. It just tends to work out that the vast majority are on my own. And when other people can join me, uh, that happens. I have a yoga practice, which I'm finally getting back into. So, you know, making time to do that as well, uh, that most of that time is a meditation time as well. But some days I split that out and I have meditation on its own or meditation happens when I'm moving, when I'm running or hiking outside during my quiet time. Uh, I love body work. I had a fairly decent uh, regular get me a massage deal. Uh, that has definitely been challenged the last uh, couple of years here, but it looks like that's something that's going to be going to be coming back in. So, you know, however that looks for you, uh, having some regular body work or energy work or seeing, you know, if, if you take the counseling route, um, seeing someone regularly just to check in with. Uh, and as well, checking in with friends and spending time with friends. That's a great way to take care of yourself is to be around people that you enjoy spending time with and that you enjoy doing activities with. So, you know, whether that takes the form of, I mean, I don't like video screens, but a video chat with somebody, I would prefer to be in person, but if that's all I can do, that's all I can do. But having that time to, to connect with like-minded people, um, that's definitely huge. So those are some of the things that I do for self-care. I'm curious to hear what everyone else out there does, and we'll see you on the next episode. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information, and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. 
as well if you get a chance i do encourage you it really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to as well as maybe even write something so uh yeah if you get a chance please do that i prefer apple podcast is how i listen to things but i know that uh stitchers out there spotify's out there google play or google podcast there's a whole bunch of them so if you get a chance please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review that would be fantastic and with that have a wonderful day friends we will catch you on the next episode of the wisdom of the wilderness